Kia ora. And welcome to Mixed Bag, where we review the mixed, muddled, meh, and mediocre films through our film history. <laughs> I'm James. I'm Cassandra. And I'm Matt. We care. We care a lot about you, the listener. James is trying out for a voice acting gig yeah. over the course of the podcast, and yeah. here he proves that he could be a really good voice. To, to me, you know, he was giving me DJ, like a radio I was thinking, yeah. jock. I was yeah. thinking, like, you know, sort of radio advertising. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Of, Talking know, of yeah. sounds, we've got to get you, Lavarains, a little bit more central right, okay. on the mic, so getting all no, that No, I'm to the left. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. To the left, to the left, that's right, we're going to talk about some pop culture. I'm gonna, as um, you can tell, it's, it's a late recording. It's a late time recording. recording. Um, we're feeling silly. Yeah, we just changed alert levels yep, again. Yep, we're, we're, we're greeting you from alert level two, mm. uh, hopefully another fairly short-lived one um, from Yeah, Bonnie I Wellington. think the last time, was it the last time or the time before we just The last time we one? recorded, we were we also, no, I think we just right. learned on the day that oh, it was yeah, going in, right. because we were in there for so short. It was like three days, oh. so then, uh, yeah, now yeah, we're back yeah, okay. again. That makes so, um, you know, sense. you can be kind of keeping track of where we are, where we're recording, um, uh-huh. you know. Yeah, this is the New Zealand COVID story. Yeah, like, but ups and downs. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, by the time this comes out, fingers crossed, we won't be in alert level two anymore. We'll be back down in number one. But, you know, we'll see how it goes. Uh, we're just going to roll with the punches because we can't really do anything else. <laughs> and um, what better way to roll with some punches than to imbibe some pop culture with... Pop, 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 pop corner. I have, have been... I've realised recently that the... That the advice of a certain listener, uh, Mr. Lucas, I won't say his last name because he might want the privacy. <laughs> I'll, I'll just check my list. Of yeah. Which Lucas is? Uh, name Us. the six. He's in the top six uh, Lucases of yeah. we know. Yeah. That that <laughs> Lucas's recommendations have really paid off in terms of my popcorn corner so we have already yeah. talked so james is in like his journey of reality tv <laughs> yes yeah i've been it's through awakening. Yeah. james did not watch a lot of a reality tv growing Which, up no, as we because know. it was Makes called sense, american crap by my my parents missed out on a lot yeah of iconic so there's culture. a lot of you know the, i didn't watch huge amounts but i definitely was was like tuned into particular iconic shows oh um, and, and just so. like james i have not seen a single show Yet. <laughs> Yet, at all. Matt has never seen a single show that he didn't watch. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Uh, but uh, so yeah, Lucas had recommended Search Party, and then on the reality TV recommendation recently, he recommended Are You the One, specifically season eight, the which bisexuals. is yeah, the yes. queer season, which I, I was watching was with James, mm. and I was think I thought that all of Are You the One was no. But no. apparently it's straight normally, and that yeah, just seems like normally. a much more boring and mathematically less Absolutely. interesting show. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that I didn't realize, so Are You The One is this premise where uh, a bunch of, of people come onto an island in Hawaii and are terrible at relationships, right? And so they have to, like, date and sleep with each other and kiss and try to find their perfect match. <laughs> and I had um, assumed... And, and they have been... <laughs> they to start, they've sleep been... with each other and kiss. <laughs> in that order. But they have been paired by relationship experts. This is the wild thing. So I was watching it and I thought, okay, surely they would have picked who they want to go with. And then they're trying to make that work. But no, it's just, yeah, this this faux relationship a, experts yeah. that uh, have decided. Would, a call a matchmaker yeah. uh, originally, yeah. but they call yeah. them a relationship expert for this modern contemporary yeah. show. Yeah. It's yeah. I know. Um, and so they just have to fumble about for this place. and try to fall in love with their perfect match and there's a bunch of handles on this game that are wild they have to they go into i can't remember what it's called the test room the truth booth the truth booth sorry uh, how could you forget the truth i know booth. the booth of truth um uh, so basically there's a lot of mini challenges that they yeah. have to complete and then the winners of these challenges oh, would generally go on a date so much more while other now. people are uh, voting for which couple they want to put into the truth booth to see if they are or are not a perfect match um, and this particular cast, you know, don't want to spoil anything specifically, but they are extremely bad well, yeah. at what choosing if, couples to go on the I truth. I guess yeah. 
that's because there's more possibilities. There's more possibilities, but also people get very attached to someone and are like, this is my perfect match. This is Love them. This is my wife. This is my husband. I'm going to be this, you know, person forever. And then, uh, you know, fate will show shows that that is not who the relationship expert has paired them with. If you want some really messy reality TV, like (laughs) reality TV at its most real, definitely check out Are You The One. You were talking about the challenges as well. I want to just highlight that how um how strained they are in terms of like relating to relationships oh they're very stupid there's bits where they have to like um in the first episode they have to like jump over these hurdles of like if you have faced this challenge jump over if you have never encountered this go under or like or they have to like red flags like oh like you go through the honeymoon phase, but then the balloon pops. It so like a cell to me. Oh, yeah. you'll love this. <laughs> so you have to pop the balloons with, with each other's bodies. bodies. Yeah. Um, yeah, but James has missed like from what for me is the highlight of this show, which is that at the end of every round, they go into this room and they all have to lock in who they think their partnership is, yeah. and basically it's like a live human version of that. Like I think it's called Mastermind, the board yes, game, yes, where yes. you have like four coloured pegs and you, and you have to um, yeah like guess which they are, and each mm. time it's like what this is correct this one's not so they basically go and they pair up there's 16 people on the show and they have you know a beam of light that goes up exactly and so if they get eight pairs they get a million dollars to share between all 16 which is quite funny to me (laughs) (laughs) um but if they there are no lights that light up then they lose a quarter of the money (laughs) and it keeps going down each time so like if they like go into the truth booth and they've got like a pair they're like okay cool we all have that knowledge now yeah so that person then they but they're that we know they're a perfect match and so they're taken out but then later on these mathematics they start doing maths of it which is great but they finally start doing the tactics i was so happy for them because they start working out like okay so we had three in this week hands up who was in a pair last week okay the next week we had two okay who was still in okay that means that by process of elimination this people have to be a perfect match and it works out which is great that's great um anyway that math the math is my favorite there's also a person in there that is tall, has dark hair, and wears glasses. There's a there's a and James in the show. I saw too much of myself in it. James, and he yeah. was. He I'll, was, I'll explain what happened. Is he that was I came so in. uncool. Yeah, like, I came in and I saw the show. and I'd been watching it for about two minutes, and I was like, "Oh, it's the James of the show." And James was like, "That's Danny. I hate him." <laughs> and Danny proved to be nothing but a perfectly nice nerdy He's guy the rest of the James. time. But James clearly had an antipathy. I'd never seen her uh, such an antipathy Man. towards a character on like, the show for no dude, reason. He didn't know how to read the room. He was like oh. and i think the producers were asking him they to just made him be more nerdy to push it's it up. but there's like a bit of like show. where he's like oh someone says like oh you're nerdy tell me some nerd facts and he's like do you know that 99.9 percent of us are just like hydrogen and this and that <laughs> and i'm like who says that he on a day like good tv okay uh, he's he's he all the way throughout they like don't him. know what to do with him and then they finally <laughs> it's just like the bomb it's he wears like... a suit to the to the to the <laughs> yeah. ceremony every week it's just like an existential <laughs> crisis for james it's just like, i know this is how it really was so i changed my glasses and then i now look like john reynolds from um from search party uh search party it's john yeah. right yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah okay i got it right yeah um what was I going to say? I love that you say that this is like if you want to see the messiest of reality TV. Like I haven't seen messier oh, than this. This definitely I mean, sounds like a lot more intellectual than. Some... Oh, there there are a lot of very messy <laughs> yeah. parts of this as well. Yeah, but yeah. you know, the, for me, Don't the fun part anything. is the the gameplay of, of it. I think it's yeah. the design it's of the game not is very fun. The messiest reality TV. I think there's definitely a real, messier reality for, TV than this, but there's some very stuff. good mess the in this. Reality TV I've seen is probably Bad Girls Club, where they just fight. Um, Um, moving on what else have you seen Uh, what do you want to talk about yeah so I guess the other big thing that we saw in the past couple weeks is the film Minardi which is uh, just beautiful Um, it's a a new film that is about a a Korean American family in like the Reagan era um, where the dad the the dad and the mother are both chicken sexes which is interesting to see like what that is as a profession because one of those things that you always hear of is look at you Google all that yeah funny named Mm. jobs Um, but basically he's decided that he wants to get a better life and sort of you know I guess commit to the whole American dream thing and buy yeah, this weirdly, big plot of land. Weirdly, he's not content with just checking the sex of chickens. Yeah, and so he wants to start a farm and he's going to grow Korean vegetables and sell it to the, the burgeoning new Korean neighborhoods. And so it's yeah, the dad who's you know classic favorite Stephen Yeun, beautiful man. Yeah. Beautiful man. Um, 
And then my my favorite character, my fa- my favorite actor, oh my God. the yeah. young Alan Kim as David, is who is about a, a six six oh year old, I think. He's so sweet. Who is when yeah, it's just the sweetest film, sweetest boy. And there was um, the part where like there's a part where you like I was just like me and the, the person I saw was just like, ooh David, <laughs> <laughs> and you know which part that is. Uh, yeah, in the film, but if you, you just see it. Um, so a lot of the film was also about, yeah, so David, the young boy, and then his relationship with his mother's mother, grandmother, oh, who moves yes. over from Korea to live with them after the parents have basically been fighting about, um, yeah, that she's feeling kind of lonely. And oh. so they get her mother to come yeah. in and move she in with them. She feels misled about the kind um, of promise of And so, yeah, it's about the going. tensions and the sort of drama between this kind of very unconventional grandmother, yeah. who is a really, I don't know the actress's name, but it's a really beautiful performance from Yoon her. Jung. Yeah, she's um, on track to be nominated for an Oscar. Oh, Mr. the race again and I, they don't i mean it's probably be like we did asians last year it's true but i mean for the category. film um yeah. but yeah uh so it's a it's a really beautiful it's a really um yeah i think there's some fantastic performances there's some like really funny parts some really sad parts yeah. um it's just worth going if you want to see sort of movies about yeah the immigrant experience in america and about like american heartland and mm. i've never seen Stephen Yun so stoic and oh. it was so annoying he was he's he's, such a stubborn dad he's so yeah, yeah but and he's so driven in what he's doing you understand like, it but yeah man it's frustrating like, in a singlet like most of the time so yeah what yeah. Are yeah what are you gonna do I enjoyed um the mum Yeri Han I think everybody in it is she's just, amazing is, she has the really most good to performances. do well all I knew was like Stephen Yun and Yoon Yoo Jung are probably like on track to be nominated for Oscars sure mm. and I walked out of that and was like she slayed she was great she had yeah. most of the emotional parts yeah. and she was like you know such a great presence and like I don't know, like all of the family, again, like the sister as well. The sister probably has the smallest role, but yeah. she does a good job of it as well. Another good, really good child actor. Um, um, Alan is yeah. Kim in his little boots. Oh, <laughs> little, his headshot is him with a cowboy hat on doing a little cowboy hat tip. A star is born. And it's just, ah, oh, the most iconic. Yeah. yeah, and he's doing all these interviews now. Where yes. He's like saying Sonic is his, his favorite His favorite band character. is Macaroon 5. Yeah. Mm. I love him. And then mm. Sonic the Hedgehog, a.k.a. Ben Schwartz, like, called him. Send him a message. Yeah, got to see the video where he, like, Look smiles and Twitter. is so, so content. It's it's beautiful. Yeah. Minari. Good. <laughs> All right. No, I really like that. Is it your turn now, Matt? Um, <laughs> it's a segue. I don't, yeah, I guess so. So the only thing... Well, okay, there's two things. One, I also, I watched Monari also. If you didn't catch that, then, you know, you're not listening to the podcast. Um, the other thing that I saw, I guess, was um, One Night in Miami, which is um, the film that Regina mm. King directed. Oh, where yeah. It's, um, where it's, uh, the premise is, like, there's uh, this play uh, that was based on, like, I guess a fictional night where... Uh, Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X, Sam Cooke, and um, Jim Brown all met up in Miami and kind of discussed. Hung out. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> hung out, discussed, like, I don't know, like the ongoing racial experience during that time and also how their iconography, um, you know, advances or, you know, just confirms to, like, conforms to the white supremacy that was around at that time and still is but you know was mm. definitely more outwardly prevalent then so it's like an interesting little film it was like um i really like the the um the guy who played malcolm x who is destined to play barack obama and i think he already has um mm. kingsley benadir oh yeah he's just like I'm like trying to remember because I know that name because it's a very like one of yeah, those names yeah, where you're yeah. like I won't remember it but well, I can't remember what I've seen him Was he in the like the young Obama one? No, Southside for you. That's not yeah. him. I'm pretty sure, but he's like British and I think he played Obama in like that film about like uh, the Comey Report or something. I don't remember. Uh. But yeah, um, I think it's pretty solid. I think it's um, a little better than Marini's Black Bottom, the other one that. Um, Ooh. Hmm. Yeah, and, and I guess the father is also based on a play, so yeah. plays to Sounds screen. play to screen I mean, adaptations. Yeah. Coming back, coming mm. back in vogue. I mean, plays yeah. don't have these well, stages. Plays aren't doing plays at the moment. Yeah, so yeah. That's, that's Their stage is the screen. Mm. Yeah, and um, Leslie Odom Jr., probably going to get nominated for an Oscar as Sam Cooke. For music. Say, he's Sam Cooke, right? Like, he's that's got to be, Cook. yeah. For music. His, his role in music, right? Surely. Yeah. 
No, uh, <laughs> I'm glad that he he is able to have a killer role like that because uh, yeah, his involvement. We in don't music. speak of the fact that he's in music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. what's music? <laughs> it's not a film. It doesn't yeah, exist. Film doesn't it's exist. a even like it's a different genre. Okay, like it's a whole different genre. Um, <laughs> um, and the other thing that I want to say is uh, last week I said last week last ep I said no one's gonna die and someone did die Daft Punk died Daft Punk the dream died <laughs> yeah they um, yeah pioneers of just like modern electronic dance music I love Daft Punk and it's like it's rare that like a band just announces that they're breaking up particularly if they haven't done anything <laughs> for several years yeah. I feel like everybody kind of just assumes it's like a soft breakup but also I'm just like you could just like slot any two guys in those things and yeah just, I mean like, how, do, how do we know that they haven't they might exactly. have switched it around like, they yeah. could easily be like you yeah. know they could still be the puppet masters behind the scenes and just hire can a couple do it, of guys you know the J-pop style where you just have like a band of 20 hot girls and they just yeah. swap them in and out when one of them gets too yeah, old yeah Daft Punk isn't like it's a it's a vibe it's like it's something that's passed on it's a costume yeah dread pirate roberts of yeah. bands but i think it's a bit daft they've broken up you're daft punk that <laughs> but i guess james it's a punk james's, move <laughs> james's yeah. joke was that yeah that daft punk sounds like an insult from a, a british person yeah i i also liked on twitter that everyone was talking around how oh they were like taking pictures of of the things that dry your hands in toilets and they were like r.i.p daft punk <laughs> and we have two toasters at Wait, home what are they called, you know, what are they dryers. called? Dryers. Hand dryers hand dryers, hand dryers. Yeah. is it because they look like daft punk yeah the oh robot. i see yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was the like, robot that, helmet i was like is that, is that called like something similar to daft punk yeah it's a visual joke yeah. yeah you really had to be there yeah to, i mean like to get it and of course the listeners will know because podcasts are a visual media exactly. yes famously yeah. we hope you're looking at images while listening to this i also said that i listened to sophie in the um in the early 2000s i know is, and uh, i was gonna correct you but you were not. in the middle of an emotional moment and <laughs> yeah. i know you meant the 2010s and you yeah. kept saying it several times I you did. also talked about yeah i did yeah which is you know if you're paying attention good for you. thanks for everybody that wrote in no i don't know yeah. i don't think anyone did yeah. but i wanted to write in at the time i'm just gonna check and see if we have any new reviews but oh. i don't think oh. that we do well, keep oh, a marker here so you can edit out the awkward no just just the no. same so that's if just you want to leave a review it'll be cool guys annual yeah. reminder that you can do it on apple Podcasts or on um pod yeah. let us know that you care yeah. yeah and but with that beautiful segue should we move to our feature presentation feature presentation Oh my god, we nailed it. <laughs> good job. Good job, guys. No. Um so this is a Matt pick. Uh, yeah. why did you pick this one? Um, I I don't know. I was struggling to find something that was like I was keen to watch and um I don't know, like a lot of people were talking about this. There was this it was a toss up between like I want to pick a newer film mm. that was just like accessible and that I would want to watch anyways eventually. So th- I was tossing up between Malcolm and Marie, which is um, a Netflix release, Sang Zendaya and John David Washington, and um, I Care A Lot, which is the film that we ended, um, up, watching. ended up watching. Um, What did you, so I guess obviously nobody has seen this before because it's a new yeah. film, um, but what had everybody heard about it previously? I, this was a film that was genuinely mixed sounding. Some people absolutely hate its guts and then some people like were like, yeah, I really liked it. I enjoyed it. So I just heard very derisive kind of reviews um, and then some really glowing ones. So that's all I really had going on about it. I feel like everybody that I saw tweet about this film, because I hadn't heard about it until I saw people tweeting how much they hated it. Um, But then when I looked it up on the Wikipedia page to check that it was a mixed bag, I saw that it had like generally pretty positive reviews from critics. Mm. So it's always interesting. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the time we've done films which had really negative reviews from critics but then really positive audience responses and this is yeah. kind of the inverse of that, I it guess. It was, yeah. Well, yeah. I guess I guess maybe it's just like also who we follow on Twitter. You that know? is like, true. Yes. Obviously, I think, you know, we have pretty similar Venn diagrams of, <laughs> yeah. of people that we follow, but, you yeah. know. I think yeah. I saw a couple of, like, like good reviews of the film and, mm. but, like, people just wanted to talk about the film. Isn't right. Yeah. I was sold because it was Rosamund Pipe and a Bob. 
<laughs> I like you said Rosamond Pipe. <laughs> in the, uh, in the pipe, pipe in a bar. In the living room. <laughs> Rosamond pipe, pipe in a bar. Pipe in a bar. But uh, how? Oh my god, no, I'm just. It's Rosamond Pipe. It's like, please welcome Rosamond so, Pipe. So it's Ro- Rosamond Pipe in a bar. That's the name. Uh, <laughs> that's the name. Uh, uh, Rosamond Pike. And she has an, a severe bob, is what we would we'll call it. We'll talk about the bob. We'll um, but that'll get its own segment, I um, think. She got nominated for a Golden Globe for Best Actress in a Musical or Comedy. <laughs> Oh my god. Because this is a musical comedy, it's I so guess. Funny to I don't me. know where I would put that. I feel like. It's can so... we just, as a side note, I hate the musicals versus dramas thing of the Golden Globes. It is so <laughs> dumb. It's like. Well, it's so funny because, uh... like, so so here's, like, my little tea on this. Like, so Promising Young Woman was also originally submitted as a comedy slash musical. I guess they're both. I guess under, it's a black, black comedy. comedy. I think like, that's, that, that's more of a black comedy. I, I mean, at least that one made me laugh. And then, <laughs> and then, and then they were like, Promising Young Woman, you have to move to drama category. So you have to like, move to what? drama because it's about serious stuff. I don't like, know. But this is about serious but, stuff. I don't thing. know. So like when I picked this, I was like, oh, I guess it's like a lot darker, a lot funnier. Or like the comedy was a lot more apparent. But. But well, we'll um, get to it. before we get into our <laughs> takes on the film, yeah. Well, I'm just seeing who Rosamond is also nominated with for the Golden Globes, which is oh, a yeah. burning trash pit. Um, so Maria Bakalova, who was in Borat's subsequent movie film, okay, that's quite good. I good think performance. She's yeah. Win. Um, yeah. I don't know what this says. Um, Kate Hudson in music. It just says star, 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 star. It's just all I can't it's read blurry. it. Yeah. Just it's gonna be a headache. James, move love, on. Move the globes love their stars. So yeah. There yeah. Go. Moving on. Michelle Pfeiffer in a movie I haven't even heard of French called Exit? French Exit. Yeah. yeah, but I love Pfeiffer. Yeah, you Did just you, see the exit. There was a video. She says, she says, <laughs> 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 It's amazing. It's just that. And that's it. Yeah. And you have, laugh because it's so funny. On Twitter, there was funny with a PF. There was there was footage. That's a comedy special. Funny. <laughs> Funny. Um, there was footage of her in Batman Returns um, oh. with her whip hitting off all the mannequin heads in a single shot. Ooh. I think oh, her it's first beautiful. go. She does it in a single shot and then like there's this bit where she finishes the shot, she puts it back on and then everybody on set just erupts into applause. Oh, sure. Which you would because it's like Absolutely. three mannequin heads then yeah. does this other sort of crazy it's like circle whip round and mm. gets another one. It's it's very impressive. What an icon. Like oh. I know that we she appreciate myself. Michelle Pfeiffer, but like we got to keep like, doing it. Once yeah. we give Glenn her Oscar, it's time for it's, Michelle. Yeah. Michelle. She never had one. Michelle and Sigourney, those are my eighties girls that oh. don't have yeah. one. Uh, Rosamond for I care a lot, and then finally Anya Taylor Joy for Emma. Full stop. Emma, she's great it's at that. I would piece. give it. Period. I'd give it to Anya. Um, yeah. But, I don't think they will. Yeah. But anyway, they people yeah. have I think, well, I think it was Ar- so long ago. And I think Anya's going to win it for the Queen's Gambit on the TV. Yeah. Yeah. Where she can show. No, I guess there's a more speech. there's more content in there. Yeah. More stuff. And was more there's some beautiful sure gowns. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um so before we get on to talking about the content of this film, uh, mm. it's time for Matt to regale oh, us with the movie in a an minute. Iconic production. Always. Um so let's find out what happened <laughs> oh my God. in the film I Care a Lot, starting from now. So Rosamund Pike is a like conservator like she is in charge of like old people's kind of care and stuff but like so she's very like severe and she's got severe bob and she's very cool but like her thing is she's actually bad she takes advantage of the old people and then she like you know robs them of their money of their positions and then eventually there's diane weiss who comes into her care and she thinks she's just another like Lame, lame old lady but actually Diane Weiss is the mother of a Russian crime boss played by Peter Dinklage yes you heard that correct so um, Diane Weiss is like you I am the mistake that you are gonna make and she is because um, Rosamond runs into like Peter and Peter's mad because his, his diamonds and his mom is under <laughs> Rosamond's position and then they come to a head and look it all comes together in the end. 
I thought that was that amazing. Was, that was actually pretty good, Matt. It's um, just that sign-off. It, was... it all comes together in the, in the end. end. I, think that was, I think probably half of that was spent just describing the premise of the film. You were like, look, she is severe with a bomb. She looks cool. But anyway... Um, you want to give them yeah. the vibes. So the vibes. The vibes. It's a vibes <laughs> Always movie. Important. Um, yeah. So yes, there's as, a lot of vibes in this film. Um, yeah. yeah. And who are we vibing? <laughs> yes. As, before we move on, it's time for our MVP. As is customary. Most visually pleasing. Yeah. Yeah. Who would like to go first? I'll go first. Um, I have a pretty clear I, I, one. I, I feel like this might be a, a, <laughs> yeah, a shared one. Yeah, it might one. be a triple anyway, threat. Anyway, but yes, um, let's go through it. So you're kind of watching this movie. You're kind of going through it. And then all of a sudden, someone <laughs> sits down. All of a someone, someone sits down and it's Christmas Cena in oh, some wild, interesting okay. Yeah. So like... When he first shows up, Matt was like, he looks like Dracula. Um, but he in did. A it's a little cool. bit of a widow's peak. Hey? This is like, widow's peak, he's got the purple tie. This is like hot suit. Dracula. Mm-hmm. This is like, yeah. this isn't Frank Langella Dracula. Actually, Langella was pretty hot during that time. <laughs> no offense to Frank Langella. Um, but like, he, he's looking good. Purple was my favorite color, and he was popping that color. And yeah. then when we get into the courtroom, Purple Popper. P- Mr. Popper Popperina, what is that song? <laughs> what are you talking purple, about? Purple people eater. People eater. There we go. Uh, you just sparked that I off. I feel like you brain. just did a mashup of Purple People Eater and Mr. Doubleina, Mr. Bob Doubleina. I don't know but what that also, is. <laughs> I was thinking Dr. Pimple Popper. <laughs> wow. Oh my God, we could start a whole franchise. Mood, Matt. I have a big pimple um, on my forehead, and you're just clearly <laughs> referencing that. Oh um, my God. And then, okay, so he's got that scene, and he has a big tete-a-tete with Rosamond and holds his own. Uh, and then there's a courtroom holds scene. Holds his own what? Uh... Dick. <laughs> and then <laughs> he has a I'm sure when he was sleeping, when he was married to Julie, he was. Wait. Call back to Julie and Julie. Oh, yeah. He looks better here. Yeah, and yeah. and uh, yeah, he's also, I think we shouted out Birds of Prey when we saw that. He's from there. If you haven't seen Messina, he is. He's someone very. Like, I forget who he is, but he always shows up. in and terms stuff. of the face, but then he always nails it. Um, uh, <laughs> Sounds like my Friday night. (laughs) (laughs) And then, yeah, anyway, he shows up in the courtroom and he's wearing a white uh, pinstripe suit and it works. Yeah, he's like young Colonel Sanders. (laughs) (laughs) A hot young Um, Colonel Sanders. I think I would say, I mean, we'll get into this later, but I definitely thought this character was going to be more of a presence from that point onwards. Because then he just isn't there again. Yes, this character's called Dean. We hear a lot about Dean. Two big scenes, then he's gone. Um, He kind of gets caught out because he's like, they're like, are you the lawyer of this person? And he's like, no, but I've been hired by somebody else. And it's like, like, who is who? that? And he's like, I can't say. And then they're like, get out of town. You can't just be here. Um, Wagon okay. wheel Yeah, he's just, he, he's like got that five o'clock shadow that looks great. He looks good. He yeah. looks good in general. I think he didn't ripen until like post Julie and Julie. Post Julia. Yeah. Post Julie. Post Julie. Post Julie. Yeah. yeah. Um, so so I, I've, I was, I'm really surprised because oh. I, I mean, Chris was saying a yes, it sure looks fine. But like, I feel like for me, oh the, cl- the best, the best looking person is Isa Gonzalez. <gasps> okay, who plays um, who, she did look beautiful. Yeah. She beautiful. looked great. She has like she's she's the so she has not been mentioned in the summary. No. Um, but she is That's right. no, she, uh Marla what's her name? Grayson. Marla, Marla Grayson's girlfriend Fran, uh who uh one is of the also one I of guess the sexiest names in the world. Fran Fran That's right. uh who somebody called her Frankie oh Although, and she doesn't like it. And I'm like, sorry, Frankie is a much Frankie's better name so than Fran. Yeah. I'm sorry. If you've ever seen black books though and you hear Peter Sarah Fenneries yeah. <laughs> also, I'm sorry, um, Frances McDormand. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she is like her assistant slash girlfriend. I don't know like yeah. exactly what her role in the company is, but she's a girlfriend. Um, but she's got this like beautiful like black oh, curly like, locks. Her yeah. All of her out. outfits yeah. are just like very sleek, well fitted. She her face is just very beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, very, she just generally it's just like very statuesque throughout in a way that like is a good counterpart to I feel like Rosamund Pike's sort of statuesque which is 
comes off slightly too scary and yeah. too angular yeah. for me. So yeah. she's a, she's a softer counterpart, even though she's also evil. So she's the softer one. She's, yeah. um you can't forget. You cannot forget that she's also evil. <laughs> as much as, I think the at movie a certain point, tries to make the movie us. does forget this, but uh, she is also evil. She's also helping uh, destroy the lives of old people. She looks like uh, you know, but she, just she does look hot in this film. She looks like she stepped out of a seventies film. Mm. Really, mm. She's like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's the, the it's the sort of curls, I think. Yeah. I love that people people embracing their curls is always an exciting, you know. Yeah. She looks good. She looked As a sort of wavy, curly-haired person myself, you know. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad we're out of the, the thousand straightener phase. Anyway. Oh, no. Mm. Um, speaking of straight hair, <laughs> 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 um, my MVP is Rosamund Pike. Ms. Bob herself. She was serving. I'm sorry. She was, like, she was rocking every one of her looks that, like, the costume designer, like, clearly designed for her, like, statuesque frame. And she was just serving. I thought she was, like, she knew what this character was, and she knew that she was going to be iconic every time. Like, it's got a lot of good suits. A lots lot of good, good suits. Um, lots of versatility yeah, in the bob. And yes, we keep noting every time her bob was in a slightly different style. Yeah. Uh, which well, to me, I forgot like how actually beautiful her face is. Like she, she's so severe. Mm. But then when the movie attempts to soften her off later, we'll talk about it. Uh, um, <laughs> she does like you know have her like soft. I think she's always face. like she always looks her sophisticated. Jane, the Jane Bennett you comes know. out, you yeah. know. Mm. I feel like she always she's always very yeah sophisticated looking. Oh my god! Also, I just have to say of the bit. Have you seen the two thousand five first? I haven't pre- actually oh seen two thousand five. So the sisters one. are like so like Kieran Atley's Lizzie, mm-hmm. Rosamund Pike is Jane. See, I forgot Karen, that you Karen, said that, and I was like, is she in? Yeah. Wow. And then Kay Mulligan is one of the. Really? Yeah. And ah. then there's a fourth sister. Yeah. And I'm like, what happened to her? I think yeah. it might have even there's, been there's Jenna five. Malone. There's five sisters. Oh, yeah. Because so there's, there's Mary Je- and Kitty, yeah. the other two that you forget no. about. Yeah. Mm. There's Jenna Malone is also there, but she's American. And she's oh. there. And then the fifth one, who no one knows. Yeah. You know, it's always the Mary. The Mary's the plain one. Yeah. I think the wildest thing about that film is also... um. God damn! What's his name? Tom Wom Wom's game. Oh, uh, Tom Wom's yeah. game. What's the guy's name? Uh, um, Matthew McFadden. Matthew McFadden looks real hot. <laughs> we in that all film. said it different ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't know. Nobody we knows. know. You know who we mean. <laughs> yeah. but that like, guy. The casting in that film is pretty wild. It's weird. And most of it, from what I can remember, all works. Yeah. Like I've never Judy seen Dench. it, so uh, yeah. yeah. Someday I should. I've only uh, yeah. I've only seen the yeah the miniseries. I liked it. it could I hear be. it's good. I haven't seen the miniseries. Yeah. I definitely I was not a fan of Kira for some time. So I think when yeah. it came out, it was during my That's, phase of yeah. not liking Kira. I didn't Kira. like Kira either. Yeah, it's mm. the chin. I, the chin acting yeah, was the yeah, thing. Yeah. I, I've softened to her now because Same. I've seen better things from her. But yeah. at the time, I was just like, ah, oh, she has nothing except move her chin around. Yeah, don't watch a dangerous ways. method because yeah. that is. Oh, I mean, I've only seen the chin scene. I've shown you guys. You us the chin scene. The best supporting actress of a dangerous method. Yeah. Is that uh, Joe Wright who did... Um, no, it's Cronenberg. Ah. No, no, no. Uh, no uh, he did. Pride and Prejudice. He, he did, he did. Yes, I'd be really keen to do Anna Karenina. Um, oh, is that true. Kira yeah, as well? Yeah, that's Kira. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's really Kira interesting. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Kira is it, with is, a it a mixed, is it a mixed bag? Oh, totally. Oh, yeah. It's real weird. It's oh, like... It on the list, it's swinging yeah. from the rafters. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, and then so there's I, Kira in Atonement also. The green oh, dress. Oh, she looks great in Atonement. Oh. The Bantu dress. But and I mean, I like... Also, also uh, sorry, my favourite James McAvoy. Also, my favourite Saoirse Ronan. Which, like, yeah. Saoirse Ronan obviously got a start, but for me, this is a James McAvoy picture. Anyway. There's a really sexy scene where he's typing it out as well. That filthy ah, fucking letter. And you're like, oh, James. James. Um, And this... Actually, Atonement is iconic. That's what a good That is a horny movie as well. What is that? Bryony hated herself so much. She kept the same ugly haircut. The same damn haircut her whole life. But I, I the thing you... is, people always say like, oh, that's so unrealistic. Who kept their hair the exact same for their entire life? But my grandfather had the exact same haircut oh, from, God. there's a picture of him age two uh, till his death. Lord. Like, same hair, exact same little flick. But I'm just exactly. like, that's the real atonement there. The same bobby pins uh, in the same spot. Anyway, we're really rate. we're really kind of moving away from this film. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a bob. It's a from a bob to a, a bob. bob to a bob. bob, to a bob. Um, I yeah. mean, that's, I'm going to parlay this into talking about Rosamund anyways, because you yes. might as well say. Um, I really like her in this role. I mean, I think she's good. She's fine. Yeah, she's I good. Think she's I feel cast. like it is. It is a kind of 
a riff on her Gone Girl. Well, that's the thing. I think this is a yeah. Yeah. a role that was tailor made for her, and oh, it's obviously right. like a sub Gone Girl. Yes, it's very much in the in the shadow of. It's like but you I, want more fine. of that? Here you go. Yeah. But I think she's so good at it. Like, like yeah, it's definitely like a thing she's good at doing. Is she can be very stern, commanding, and like kind I of self assured. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think yeah, she holds the film really well. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know if she does all the things that this film slightly wants her to do in terms oh. of like winning sympathies for us, but I think oh, it's the yeah, fault yeah. of the film as opposed to Rosamund Pike. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. think they should. Yeah, that's the problem. I think <laughs> is that there are some writing issues which we will talk about. I think. Um, Another, we'll we were talking bo- about bananas, bobs before. I want to talk about bops because the soundtrack is humming. It is a good oh, score. Fun. It's score. a good score. Yeah, yeah. It's a really good I score. Like the soundtrack. Yeah, no songs. No, no songs. Score. Score. The, the music um, in the background. Yes, yeah. it like sounds like an eighties well, like synth like kind of horror like um it follows kind it's of a very vibe sort of like thrillery, it's really active sound. and in your face. Yeah. This is like my main thing of the film is like this director was like for whatever the quality of the film he knew what film like he wanted to make a cool quote unquote iconic film is mm. what he wanted to set out with a cool soundtrack, like the cool color palette on the on I feel like there was definitely a style that he was yeah, going absolutely. for. Yeah. Um, um but he, I think he designed every like Rosamund Pike moment to be iconic looking. <laughs> like every pose, every like she was definitely very like playing to the camera. It's like this is a character that's gonna I don't know, like, the writer felt like this was going to be a game-changer of a character. It's like... It's set up around her yeah, yeah, that way exactly. to yeah. feature her and that to stop you know, give her those moments. She gets so many monologues in this film and mm. so many, like, yeah, shots to demonstrate her, her performance abilities, um, mm. which, yeah. yeah. A lot of the filmmaking feels like it has seen other films and wants to ape and imitate that. Absolutely. It yeah. is being styled on, like, I want it to be a this film. It's I want it to be a this film. Like, yeah. Yeah. And even with those monologues and stuff, you can tell that it's being like, this fucking rocks. And you're like, well, Yee. the actors are performing it. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Um, other sort of things that we liked about this film. We are forgetting one performer who absolutely brings it. Oh, my God. Diane Weist. She slayed. Diane like, Weist, especially she starts out the film and we're like, oh, it's just another old lady she's getting taken advantage of. For me, oh I'm like, it's God. the horror movie section of the film where it's all about these poor old people that are getting, yeah, yeah, getting preyed upon exactly. by evil Rosamund, Rosamund Pike. Pike. Yeah. Um, but then there's a great scene a little bit later on when they've come to realise that she is, in fact, connected with the Russian mafia and is not who she seems to Diane believe Weist. she is. Diane Weist. Is Diane Weist. Yes. Um, and where, her, her little baby, her son, is, uh, yeah, uh, a mob boss. Is a mob boss. And so, uh, yeah, Rosamund Pike comes to the visit her where she's all medicated in she's the nursing up. home. Um, and she, through her drug days, does her this drug, performance. Her drug acting. It's, it's slurring, just, it's like, just it's, sighing, it's she's a little giving. winking. This is why I... I don't know just, if you guys have seen this good. little film called The Godfather, uh, but it was <laughs> oh, giving me strong Marlon Brando <laughs> Oh, it's, it's Don Corleone, D-A-W-N Corleone. <laughs> Don oh Corleone. New drag name, Don Corleone. Oh my God. Oh, you can put a character around that. The Don Corleone. I mean, she was... Was yes, unafraid. Anyway. She was unafraid of going ugly with it. Oh, like this year, not. we have seen Glenn Close. James like, also go mentioned um, it. what's it called? Uh, uh, oh, you know the one with the drugs. The one, oh, uh, that yeah. was Matt Requiem for a Requiem dream. Requiem for a dream for performance. A dream. She was and some similarities in there Alan as well. Alan Burstyn's want to be on television. Absolutely. <laughs> um, Diane Weist is a two-time Best Supporting Actress winner, hmm. which is. I know. Know, a lot of and unfortunately, yeah. a lot of her work is associated with a yeah. cancelled individual. Yeah. But well, she has always film. been. Yeah. 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 Uh, she has always been incredible. She's incredible. Yeah. I'm glad she was working this year. Between, Absolutely. Between this and Let Them All Talk. You know, she was, she's a working gal. Yeah. She's yeah. one of the great. Good on her. Yeah. yeah. And she just, you know, she was like, I. I can control you. You don't have the power. Like it was like full oh camp, I, but she was oh nailing it. God, I 
I just like like there's a scene where she so there's multiple scenes like two scenes where she like faces off with Rosamond and then how one ends is she goes off we think she's just walking away and she puts Rosamond Pike in a chokehold and like that's probably we're all going yeah get her get her (laughs) yeah um yeah so and but probably a good time to sort of talk about all the performance levels I guess because that was something we kept pointing out transition into some yeah, I mean, we can, we're sort of a mix. Oh, it's a mix. It's yeah. a mix. We're in the party slowly. bag. Yeah. yeah. But, um, like, yes, there are definitely some hammy performances yeah. in this. There is some prosciutto in the bag. Oh, yeah. Um, honey glazed. Honey glazed hams. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of them. <laughs> I'm imagining the stickiness <laughs> of the bag. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, you're like, go through. You're like, milk bottle, jet plane. Yeah. I want a bit of ham. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet ass. Um, yeah, so Peter Dinklage, uh, and he has uh, it's, it's, it's some large moments in this with his yeah. facial acting particularly um yeah some... at one point he was addressing this guy he was gonna make a decision yes or no whatever. <laughs> and his facial features i t- like it's they're a, swimming in his it's face a contortion. <laughs> it's like his mouth is going east no. and his eyebrows are going west <laughs> but we pair, we pair him with this there's, there's another guy <laughs> who plays his kind of henchman alexi who is yeah. uh oh my god this man Alexi. with a very large mouth and a lot of teeth i don't know who this actor is I no know. i don't know either. but like from the first he moment comes he comes in. in it's he's like leering in at the house and, and he's his got upper these big teeth pulled back. ding 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 i think we have found the grim of the film <laughs> Oh my God. No offense I, to this like, actor, but I, like, it was very strange. <laughs> All of the performances were big. I looked at the Wikipedia page just quickly, and in the cast section, Alexi is not even present. Oh, so he actually had like three he or had four a lot scenes. to do. Disrespect. And you know, to he be had fair, a whole heist, there's a whole bit where he and some other guys come into the rest home yeah. and like at gunpoint break Diane West out of the sort of nursing home jail yeah. Uh, yeah. which almost succeeds until Rosamund Pike shows up I, mean, I think he know. improved across the course of the film but like starting <laughs> I mean he was I less I feel like it's more just that we agree we, we realised that the director had made him do that it wasn't yeah, just yeah. he was doing this performance it was that he had been directed to Nicholas do that Nicholas Logan I'm That's thinking Nicholas Ooh, Logan nice name um, yeah. so yeah I was like cousin, cousin, gonna say cousin Nick but his name is Nicholas Braun. He's playing cousin Greg. Sorry, I was gonna say like a successor. Deep cut. Oh yeah. Uh, All right. I was gonna um, say cousin Nick. Anyway. And Logan Roy. So stupid. Don't worry about it. Never mind. Um, but yeah, there's there's just a few moments throughout from different characters where yeah. you can see them kind of really sort of just playing with their faces and doing some big acting moments and it's kind of fun but uh, yeah i feel like it was the director was trying to do a thing with that so i know we can be like ah this actor was going yeah and peter dinklage is also asked to like throw a lot of props yeah um smoothies splash against walls yeah he's Um, having a breakdown yeah should we talk about that in terms of like (laughs) that core plot of yeah, Rosamund Pike is so yeah she's taking advantage of old people and Basically, like selling yeah. off their assets her whole thing is she works together with the doctors who she's kind of got and sort of you know uh, uh, like she's bribing yeah. them the rest of people no the doctors oh the doctors right um, yep. to certify p- patients that are elderly with saying that they've got dementia when they clearly don't yeah, or like able, are very very yeah. early stages and are very definitely able to take care of themselves and so and she these, certifies them as not yeah. being able to look after themselves and makes Rosamund Pike the legal guardian and these people are usually like pretty like well off. yeah they're like lucid older like mm. rich people yeah um, and so then she or like you know middle middle class or rich people and so then she, that they can, she moves them into the of. into the rest home and then sells all of their assets mm. um and then uses it to pay herself and pay all the rest home bills and keeps them very medicated so that they and can't these fight back. and these scams are apparently like this is based off kind of true events like in terms of the scam kind of structure i, I looked it up and there is like yeah, maybe There's not to this extent. There's definitely document. I don't but... know if to the level of organisation that's going on in yeah. this film, but I think there are definitely examples of elder abuse where, yeah. like, either people like this, but also a lot of the time, just people's own children, mm. um, who just yeah. yeah take advantage of their old appearance and sell all their stuff. Yeah. Um. So it's definitely like a thing. Yeah. Um, and, and it's an interesting premise to a movie, and that's yeah, what I, I think thought so, the yeah. whole movie and would so be it, about. It feels like the director has come in with this idea of this character, which is the Rosamund Pike character. Yeah. It feels very characterly at the start. Yeah, it's an yeah. exploration of like this person who seems to be like so successful. What a hashtag girl boss! But, yeah, this is what I'm looking saying. after like, old people. But the, then, the, yeah, the character is so deliberate. Down to the look, down to the bob, down to like the costume. It's just 
Yeah. And he had an image of what it's this like. He really is. had this idea yeah. that what Jay something, whatever the director writer's name is. Um, I think it's a very something. Jay something. Jay something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it was like, like okay, I'm going to build this film around this character. Mm. And then it feels like, from watching it, that they started writing in, oh, but then what if there's an old person that fights back? And they're like, oh, and what if it was the Russian mafia? Yeah, yeah. And then he got a bit distracted. And then he got caught up for a good two-thirds, half of the film. <laughs> it is just like I don't know her and her girlfriend running from the mob. I don't know if it's distracted. I think it's deliberate, but I just don't know if it's successful, where it's trying to pit but, awful people that are gross and then you know gross abuse of elders and then oh and then also killers and mob i feel like yeah they're in this world of like oh nobody's sympathetic blah 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 but i'm like i feel like what the movie then wants us to do is to wants us to root for rosalind yeah, pike to the escape the, yeah. the mob and i'm just like but we hate her no, because exactly, she's bad she's a heartless and terrible person well that's the thing the thing that would make her iconic would be if she leaned into the evilness yeah like, if it was it was yeah really just we, making a point of how ridiculously well, psychotically we would like evil her she was if the film recognized how evil she was mm. yeah but, but it's like it starts doing that yeah. and then it gets distracted with this mafia stuff and so it becomes about like her, her fighting her way out of a car yeah. and her like going oh yeah. i've escaped and i'm gonna go do this and it's not to that Diamond point highs. yeah she's not that machiavellian like going the full richard the third or even gone girl kind of yeah. level. yeah where it is the like, of, like i'm in control of the Amy situation yeah it's exactly. more that she um yeah she able, is able to get away at the last minute but sometimes it's pretty unbelievable it's the things like she at one point they they drug her like make fill her with alcohol in her bloodstream and through like, her nostril through her nostril and the then like insolence. put her in a in a speeding car that's going yeah. into a lake and then she comes to just as the lake crashes and they're trying to make it look like she was drunk because driving why? Um, like, but yeah she comes yeah. to randomly and it's not affected by all the alcohol they've just put into her somehow mm. manages to like break free of her seatbelt like kick her way out of the back window of the car and swim to safety and we're like this isn't like a, a thing about this character that we have le- come no. to learn to believe is that she's so smart she could get out this is mm. just pure like mm. filmmaking juice yeah and she's not like after being <laughs> it's like just vibes cast after yeah. being vibes. like um you know fighting against the current like yeah. breaking through the glass of the car she's not one wounded two exhausted yeah she's she fine keeps going she keeps going she just, <laughs> just chugs a whole thing of milk yeah like which she goes home um to her girlfriend and she is has been beaten up the girlfriend and she is lying, lying in, a in a pool, pool of, of blood, blood from her head it looks looks like. very dead yeah um but instead she comes in she turns off the stove because it's about to explode with gas on mm. and then like picks up the girlfriend the girlfriend's like oh, oh, oh baby i'm, I'm what? fine what oh. huh and you're like you were like dead before anyway yeah. They drive away and then they think of a great strategy and they're just in some like random house we don't quite know where and they're like okay we got the jewels and they're like okay they have the jewels oh yeah so the jewels i feel like we haven't introduced yeah as but well. we'll get to that in a bit mm. just so they go and try to hijack peter dinklage's character and so they pull out this amazing pack of 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 gear that they have rosamund pike pulls out a wig she has oh a pixie God, wig, wig which uh is a good look it's a the great wig good was look amazing. Uh, where did she get the wig nobody who knows, knows? Yeah. they also have like, a taser well, and the, we're like where did we get a taser from let's <laughs> go back to the wig for a second because when she was like she pulled it out it she looked puts it like on. it looks really like dollar store out of the bag, yeah. <laughs> not styled properly and then when she comes in as her new character Anne robinson from the weakest link <laughs> With the glasses to match, which also, Absolutely. where did she get those glasses yeah. from, anyway? It's it like, was perfectly it fitting. Like, her, you couldn't clock her hairline, yeah. you couldn't clock the lace, whatever that was. Yeah. It was just, I mean, the the tech people were working in this film. Yeah. The costume designer, the There's hair and There's some great costume poster. design in here and makeup. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. She goes downstairs, yeah, she's got some goons in the way. How's she going to dispatch them? Taser, taser time. Where do we get the taser? Who knows? It's appeared here. We needed it. And then Peter Dinklage is getting in the car. She just sticks an old syringe in Syringe of tranquilizer. Where did we get the tranquilizer? Where did we get the syringe? Who knows? She yeah. had them around. And um, yeah, where did she get this gear? It's just, it's yeah. just vibes. Um, but the thing with the diamonds that we missed is that like yeah. because she now has... A- you know, earlier in the film, because she has access to Diane West's entire estate, she's able to go through all of her drawers and finds this key and like the number of a mm. safety, safety deposit place. Box, yeah. And she goes and looks in her safety deposit box and discovers that there is a small bag of diamonds that's just sitting in, an, in a hollowed out book. 
um, and steals those. And so Peter Dinklage is both mad at her because she's uh, stolen and kidnapped his mother, basically, and also because she's stolen his diamonds. Um, mm. And listener, so never forget, diamonds are forever. And a ghost best friend. I think I'm going to say a ghost best friend. Say, yeah. 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 I guess that's really okay. like a... That's send a, off. Send that's off. That's a heads and of you. Yeah. Is it our forever or is it a girl's best friend? best friend? Yeah, we might do a, uh, a little poll when <laughs> yeah. this episode comes do. out. Yeah. Uh, so, Could yeah, in this film, talking of, of wanting... Uh, of expecting a line to be delivered, in the opening <laughs> monologue, <laughs> Rosamund Pike says... She cares. I care. Yeah. Pause. And then you're like, it feels like everyone in the room just felt that she was going to say... I care a lot. But she does not. She does not. We do not get that satisfaction. And you know why? It's because she doesn't. She doesn't. She cares a lot. It's a lie. Oh, she does about her lady friend. Yes. We are reminded yeah. oftentimes that... A lot of times she's just like, yeah, I don't know. We've got we to gotta humanize her by giving her a girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we can humanize her by being... I mean, progressive, I guess, in a way that yeah. the fact that she's a lesbian is like her redeeming quality. Okay. Yeah, and the, not how it works. and the filmmaker is just like, yes, yeah, she is. She is human. She cares about things, and, but it's basically just her, and then that's it. But that's I, don't know, thing, I think like, there's just yeah. It the, feels like it's a confused thing about that. The filmmaker clearly is not intending for us at the start, at least. It's not intending yeah. for us to like this character. She's yeah. supposed yeah, to be yeah. this evil, villainous, heartless person. Absolutely. But yeah. I feel like he doesn't explore that enough. He spends yeah. this time setting up this character, creating this portrait of this character, and once he's given us the sort of intro, well, then he's like. And then mob stuff. And well, so the actual the plot line is so we, much less interesting. Yeah. And then increasingly, like, we either get shots where Rosamund Pike is framed as iconic. Oh, my God. So that's cool. That's what I mean. Yeah. She, like, yeah, that's she's what I mean. made to look so poses. cool. And, like, I saw someone tweeting around, like, oh, I can't wait for this film to be misinterpreted like Tyler Durden and she'd be, like, idolized as a role model. And it's hashtag like, girl boss. Yeah. She's totally not. She's a fucking psychopath. And then in the second half of the film, she is always injured and, like, loses a tooth and is, like, looking like typical like movie horror girl like trope of like oh my god i'm so battered and injured that we're meant to sympathize with her and it's like no did you miss the first half of the film yeah i think it's this thing where it's i think what the expectation is that we don't we've got an unlikable protagonist but then because these other people come in and they're even more unlikable we're gonna then help root for her but in fact for me i was like i think she is worse than the mob because yeah. at least like Peter Dinklage's character he loves his mum yeah like at least I can but, empathize with one thing about his motivation <laughs> because she loves her girlfriend <laughs> fine <laughs> sure same thing <laughs> but like yeah it's this thing where I'm like at least like there was I, I, I like the mob more than I like this one. It's, I yeah. felt a similar way that I felt when well, in, in Uncut Gems which is a much better film in a mm. lot of ways but I did not like that film I know a lot of people really liked mm-hmm. Uncut Gems but I found it I just hated Adam Sandler's character mm. so much and I was so relieved when the end happened and I won't spoil it but you know it's just like just literally was like shouting out like thank god yeah because yeah i was rooting for the mob to get him the whole time yeah like and yeah. that's how i feel towards this character well, is i'm like it's... just rooting for the mob to get her and you know the mob don't get her we and also she, don't gets, see she gets shot what... by another guy we also don't see but... what the mob does that's so evil exactly really. yeah so... if we were seeing them as terrible yeah. taking advantage of old people even... then i'm like yeah but i'm like as far as i know they've got a code of honor among thieves yeah. i don't know like <laughs> even then, like it's yeah they could have gone the other way as well where it's just like Go deep with how terrible she is. You know, like, or like really make it just a character portrait, a real yeah, exploration exactly, yeah. of this evil person, as opposed to let's turn this character portrait into an action film. Nurse yeah. Ratched. Yeah. It felt like not, well, maybe not, maybe, maybe not, the, not the full series. I haven't I mean, seen I hear it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> maybe what we got was enough. Yeah, it felt like tonally, in terms of like the 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 filmmaking kind of style, it felt like the first half felt like that kind of like it's big like short yeah. like vice kind of quality. Like okay, it, yeah, yeah, it felt like that. where I was like, oh, this is kind of informative. We're educating the audience about like, oh gosh, isn't she ruthless? But isn't she kind of cool? And that kind of like yeah, like the, the Dick wink, Cheney wink kind of quality. Kind of yeah, so. and then suddenly it was just like. No, let's go like full horror, like to me, it full was just thriller like, kind of quality. Yeah, I, yeah, that was what I got. It was like um, kind of neo noirish, but like with a modern, se- like with a contemporary sensibility. Mm. Neon lights, which are very in, 
bisexual. She's going to the gym. She's cool vaping. Yeah. Like she vaped so much. I mean, honestly, vaping. iconic vaping. That was the third iconic third vaping. actor because there's Ooh, a there's a sh- actor. there's vape a shot with very big. with Diane Weist. Where it looks like the handle of a of like a lightsaber. Man, she is big. she is holding up that. I love it though. It's, up that vape, and it is it's a close up, so it looks massive. It's big. <laughs> I just, I know that you vape, Matt, and so this is an insult to you directly, but sure, yeah. vapes look stupid. <laughs> they I don't, don't look cool. I think she, she they look like look, weird little They look sci-fi real things. dumb. <laughs> I, don't know. I mean, whatever. And I'm sorry, I'm shaming you. She that's that's it, I'm vape cool. shaming, but vapes <laughs> look stupid. <laughs> like, it's like she's nailed the cigarette smoking for the camera, but with a vape. It looked to me like every time she pulled the vape into frame, it just was like she's holding a giant middle sausage just right up by her face. It's too big. They're too big. You say that like it's a bad thing. (laughs) But like, I think the vape. um, It's a big tube. The the most like cinematic thing that you get about vapes is like all of the fucking smoke that you get afterwards or whatever it is. Fucking juice. The the, the clout from that cotton. cotton. That cotton. And the filmmaker and, and Rosamund lean on it a lot. There is always some cotton billowing out of her nose, um, or out of her mouth. Like they That's use like every that. trick in the book. Like this that. is the most vape movie I think I've I ever seen. That's why I commented. I feel like film, I've seen vape something, but maybe this, there was a movies. lot of vaping in this. I yeah. have to say, yeah, yeah, best supporting vape. Best supporting vape, I guess. Yeah. It's vape supporting actress actually. So we have. We have a lot. So, yeah, we kind of moved into bananas, but, like, what? what's the real... We kind of covered it, right? I feel like... it's, it's what, what more do we have to say about I this film? I had something to say, but I can't remember. I just... I just... I, I just, could see where the thing was going a lot of the time. I felt bored and also annoyed oh, by it a lot of the time, is the thing. It's because, like, at the start, you know, it's, it is just about this deplorably awful people... Um, but you're like, maybe it's going to be saying something. Maybe it's going to be about, you know, recentering the, you know, victims. Like, in, in a way, it felt like a horror film from the perspective of the elderly, which I think yeah. is an interesting I idea. Because yeah. I think that is a fear cool. that everybody has, particularly yeah. people that, you know, have been in the process of putting their own parents into rest yeah. homes, which, you know, none of us are old enough to have done yet. Um, but, you know, that is a thing where people, you know, you have that fear of, like, am I doing the right thing? Trauma. And, like, yeah, is this going to be a traumatizing thing? Is this going to happen to me when I'm older? The aging fear. Mm-hmm. And I think a horror movie with the villains being those people would be quite effective, I say, as a person that's, you know, not a horror movie person. But I'm like, that would be no, terrifying. Great premise. But I felt like it just went into this kind of, yeah, you're just like, oh, I guess it's kind of a girl <laughs> boss satire slasher, an action film. I, I didn't know what know it was it saying, I think. I didn't know what it was saying. And I felt like it, it didn't know what it was saying. I think it I just, do. it knew the things that it mm. thought were cool. Yeah. And yeah. Rosamund Pike is cool. Christmas Cena is cool. Vaping in this director's... It's supposed to be cool. I don't think it was supposed to be cool. Yeah, it was supposed Vaping to be. is supposedly another, cool. This is another Donnie moment. This is a taste. <laughs> Maybe it's a taste thing. It's not Jimmy's voice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, like, another this is Danny. Danny moment. Hey, like, Christmas Cena rocks. I like Christmas Cena he was not a cool character in that film. He looked cool. <laughs> He's, anyway. Um, anyway, the the filmmaker knew, like, yes, love Rosman, want to give her the sec- sequel to Gone Girl. And it's like, but Gone Girl was so much more fun and so much more ruthless. I think Gone Girl is definitely, uh, like, problematic and has, like, a lot of issues with yeah. it as a film, but the, I feel like it understood what it was Gone trying Girl, to yeah, say absolutely. and, like, what the performances in it and, like, the actual you know, construction of it as a film is so much stronger. It feels like this is very much in the shadow of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, should we move to... Bag or boof? Um, I'll go first this time. Okay. Um, yeah, so uh, this is a biff for me. Um, yeah, I feel like I've made my thoughts on it pretty clear throughout the podcast. Um, as much as there were stylish moments and there were some fun bits in it, I just generally just... It could not hold my attention because I couldn't tell what it was trying to say or, like why we should care about whether Rosamund Pike gets out of the mm. car or not. Um, you know, all of the sort of action film part of it, it, it sort of just lost my attention because I feel like for an action film, for that kind of like, you know, 
fighting your way through things you need to like care about a character like mm-hmm. you don't always have to like characters in films i'm not a person that's like oh a film's only good if you've got people to root for but i think for that particular type of scene that particular type of like action genre you've got to have somebody you want to win and that you want to get out oh yeah for this oh, for the that film sort that of, they wanted it to yeah be, exactly yeah, okay, if you're gonna right. have that sort of mob section of mm. scene like all of that sort of second half of the film where you need to be have them escaping the mob i need to want them to escape yeah. and i didn't and so i feel like that is sort of the core reason why it's a bit for me Mm. yeah Mm. yeah i um i was calling out to the film like end please end it does go on the end the end stretches really long much longer than you think it's gonna go it's got an indulgent kind of feeling there are like two or three false endings oh yeah it definitely it's very indulgent (laughs) where peter dinklage and rosamund pike like make a pact and then there's this whole montage where she's happy a business she's like a fortune 500 ceo of like a whole like you know fleet of other elder abusers yeah and then finally as Kirsten alluded to briefly she is killed by the um this character that we meet at the start of the film who his mother gets taken away into a home um which i liked that synchronicity if there was there were callbacks in terms of monologues and stuff that i wasn't a fan of but i was like okay cool but then you get a whole death scene you don't see him coming so that's nice yeah um but yeah i was crying out for the film to please wrap it up um and i'm gonna say the same for myself so this was (laughs) boring as fuck um, and there were occasional moments of delight, except like Diane Weist and like the at first the introduction of Peter Dinklage of like a mobster who likes macarons, not macarons, macaroons. No, no, macarons. Macaron five. Oh, macarons. Yeah. Macaron five. Macarons. Yeah. And he loves macaroon five. five. Yeah. And I was like, is this interesting? And then it wasn't really. It's just, it's two different films. Maybe yeah, three. At least two different films oh, yeah. all sewed together. Yeah. Huh. I, um... There are parts of this film that, like, are really, like, interesting to me. Just, (laughs) yeah, I think I wanted the film to be, like, this, like, this really evil character, which he is. Mm. But, yeah, I didn't expect the film to go where it was. Mm. I thought it would, like, twist the knife a bit more and, like, let us squirm with these old people and, like, yeah, have that little, um, kind of horror aspect of it mm. and like um so yeah so there's that and i do like when we were watching this we commented that like i think this is like important to like people who listen who know her but like we have a friend in the local industry called karen mccurk and, and we just she sounds like Rosamund Pike in this There role is in also, there's some strong, Which, like, in terms of just, it's like, just a meta appeal wearing for me. trousers like, it's, in a similar way, like, being and, and kind of being professional. In a, court, in a courtroom <laughs> like, setting. I feel like, like I've seen her play characters in a similar way. She would do a great job of this role. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So, um, you know, if Rosamund Pike ever needs an understudy in a theatre production, I'm going to say, call Karen. Yeah. I do want to say that I think watching this movie made me, like, actually like okay though i am a fan of rosamund pike because i wasn't sure right um and i was like i like her patrician gravitas <laughs> i like her uh playing to the audience like i'm just like thinking about the other actresses like this is clearly like i think she's like a like a mini hybrid of like Charlize and kate blanchett like in the like i, I heard, can see that yeah. like this is a role Charlize would take like, this is kind of, like, Atomic Blonde kind of era, Charlize. Mm-hmm. And then the voice is, like, kind of, like, a Kate More Blanchett. More of a Kate Blanchett, like, sort of. Yeah. yeah. So I do like her. I think I like her better than someone like Jessica Chastain, who's kind of just, like, she's prestige, same same genre, mm. but a bit, like, blander. Like Rosamund can be funny you know? as well. She's, yeah. She's yeah. really funny in, in education, where she's this dotty kind of yeah, character. Yeah, she's dotty. Yeah, absolutely. I really yeah. liked her in that as well. Um so I do like her and I do like the idea of this character and I do kind of respect where <laughs> just like the inanity of the things that they throw in this movie like Peter Dinklage like the details of D- Diane Weist being in it and kind of like serving and and Peter Dinklage being hired as a mob boss like clearly they're like let's craft this film Let's capitalize on yeah, this yeah, extreme of thrones but it's just like such a motley crew of like it's like it's got this poppy quality that i'm really drawn to mm. and yet 
It's, so it's much... less than the sum of its parts, <laughs> it's so right? Dour. It is less than the sum yeah. of its parts. Because like, there were some films where I was like, oh, it's the turn. I'm kind of enjoying it now. Yeah. You should be having like, fun with this because movie. Because there was a lot of times where I'm like, it's the turn. Like, But it mm. just, it's just, whew, maybe I care a little, but I don't care a lot. <laughs> it's a bit of... <laughs> And with that, I that feel like... That was a Rosalind Pike model? That was a Rosalind oh Pike model. Oh that was wonderful. Um, yeah, so that, that's it from us, guys. Yeah, yeah it's a triple biff for yeah. I Care A Lot. Oh, and we, I was going to yeah. say, like, the New Zealand Fringe Festival is going on. I don't think we yeah. mentioned Yeah. Uh, so at, when this podcast drops, we will be right in the middle of the Fringe well, the Festival. Just um, You know, touching wood, we'll be at Alert Level 1 by then. Uh-huh. Even so, if we're at Alert Level 2, there will sh- still be shows on. Um, and as you know... We are fringe award-winning artists. We yeah. are fringe award-winning artists from last year, hilariously. Reigning uh, champion. You can still go back and, and catch Party at Mine can if you? you want. I have the, yeah. the highlights are there. All the highlights, highlights are there, except for uh, one character who wasn't able to upload her stories to Instagram. If you can, if you want, you can always Ten years, it'll still it'll be still up there. One of us will be famous. One of the people yeah, in the thing somebody's going to come back. Back and find stitch. it. Yeah. Um, but you know, you can also see this year's fringe shows, and there are a whole bunch Please of them. Do, yeah. um, particularly, you should come and see some stuff at the Griffin Theatre, where James and I are venue managers. Yeah, um, fringe at the Griffin. And there are a whole bunch of fantastic shows, improv, musicals, new plays, podcast recordings, all there. So, yeah. Yeah, oh, sounds jump and check them out. Uh, and if you want to check out more of us, you can check us out at Mixbag Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, one of those and Mixbag Pod. Uh, one of them's Pod. I don't recall which. If you type Mixbag Podcast, and then the Mixbag Pod will show up. Yeah. Yes. So you just ask us. You're all our friends. Yeah. Uh, you can also email us at mixbagcontact at gmail.com. And as we said before, please rate us and give us five stars and leave a lovely review on Podchaser or Apple Podcast. If you yeah. care a lot. If yeah. you care. Or even if you just care a little bit. Yeah, and there is a... <laughs> oh, 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 10 things I hate about you. Not even a little bit. Not even at all. Not even a lot. No. Have you seen that film? Yeah. Okay, I actually cool. haven't. Oh. Yeah. I know he sings that song. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, um, can't take my eyes off of you. Yeah, with the band. Yeah. R.I.P. Another yeah. <laughs> another movie that you could debatably call mixed. And if you have mixed movies, there is so much of them out there. And we always like hearing from you. Uh, um, and you might be able to guest on the pod. And if you have said you wanted to guest with a film before, but it was quite a while ago, we have memories like sieves. Uh, yeah. So please remind yeah. us. Remind us. Maxwell took about like a year before they finally got on with the paper yeah. because they kept reminding us and we kept being like, yeah, 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 we'll do it. And then we had a great time on yeah. that film. So yeah. if you want to are in a similar boat, please just give us another prod and we will put you on yeah we'd love to discover more obscure films obscure weird we, films that yeah. are actually quite good from the past because love unlike Marla we care yeah we care a lot you like those flicks come get your fix in a podcast called Mixed Bag